The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and with me this week is The Cat. Hello, everyone. Yes, and it is just going to be the two of us this week. Michelle is off. Uh, just, I, I don't, I don't know if she's just recovering from something or what, but you know, she's she's hopefully doing okay, and we, we look forward to seeing her back. <laughs> uh, but this week, oh my fucking god! Uh, I mean, in in my own life personally, not too much notable has happened, or at least not notable that I want to share on the show. Um, but just in the world, holy fuck! But before we get to the world. Cat, how was your week? Um, it's been okay. I have an ear infection, and it just is not great. So I'm kind of like, mm, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I don't feel great, but I'm here. Yeah. It's my whole week has just been that. It's been that feeling all week. Yeah. And, and, oh, God. I, I, I'm finding it hard to believe that this all happened within the same week. Because I think last week, when we recorded the two shootings that happened, the two big shootings that happened. The one in El Paso, yeah. the one in Ohio. And Yeah, I think oh, we talked about it. Yeah. And then over this week, they decided they wanted to go back to the 90s and say, oh, it's the fault of all those violent video games. And it's like, God damn it, Jack Thompson, go white, white. Yeah, it's not Jack Thompson. He, he's just the go-to I, 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 I tend to home in on, even though he has nothing to do with this, so that's not really fair of me. But... Either way, the spirit is still there. They're trying to... They're saying, oh, it's violent video games. And here's the thing. Every study that's been put out, you know, trying to find some sort of correlation or causation between video games, you know, violent video games in particular, and shootings and all of that, there's like, no. No, there's, there's, there's no correlation here. There's no causation here. Nah. It's just the Republicans want to take away your Fortnite. That's all it is to deflect from the fact that it's Trump's rhetoric and the white supremacy and the toxic masculinity and the access to guns, easy access to guns, especially these high-powered assault rifles that can kill about five motherfuckers within within the time you can take a breath. You know, they're deflecting from all of that. And for some people, it's working, which is both, which is kind of sad, but also you also need people to remind you, hey... That's not actually a thing. This is what they're deflecting from. Like I said, white supremacy, etc. You know, and you'll note that I said and all of these because these are all contributing factors for I'm, I'm going to say the majority of the mass shootings we've had this year, which by the way, we've averaged more than one a day since this just in 2019 alone on average. So, we we have a problem and and again, One of the biggest things we can do to help mitigate that problem is restrict access to these high-powered assault weapons. And I'm being very specific here. You know, high-powered assault weapons. Restrict that access. And I know some Second Amendment person's going to be like, What about my Second Amendment rights? Well, that doesn't mean you get to have fucking military-grade weapons, asshole. Or it shouldn't. What if the government? The government's already becoming a tyrannical government. You're not only not doing anything, you're helping them. So, anything else? Anything else? Anything? I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, you know, 
and some people, you know, you, again, I've noticed the white supremacy that was exacerbated by Trump. That's always been exacerbated by Trump since he started running. You know, again, need I remind you all, he's been calling Mexicans rapists and murderers and all of that since he started running. So that's been going on for a few years. You know, you have the concentration camps, which I think there was one guy who just showed up around when armed to the teeth. I don't know exactly what his purpose was. I don't know if it was to because because I, I don't have that story in front of me, sadly. But he was there to I, I guess maybe to intimidate the the prisoners there. I don't know. Um, but the point is, they caught him. They let him go, uh, and now he's apparently on his way to Portland, which that makes some of my friends very nervous, rightfully so. Um, but let, let's hope he falls into a crevasse and uh, ends up in the hospital for the rest of his life uh, before he gets there. Uh, just saying, because hey, that's one one less violent fucker that we have running around. No, nothing. I'm not saying he should die, not yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, and then, and then you, and then Cat. I know you've heard about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my God, I have. Like, I don't even know what to think about this because this just happened the mm -hmm. day before we're recording this episode. And, and you know, there's still a lot of processing to be done because there's so much speculation already. Like, mm -hmm. unbelievable amounts of speculation. How do we even unpack this scenario? Yeah, I know, right? So, so first of all, I, I came up with, I have like three main ideas that, how how he could have just ended up committing suicide in a, a what maximum security prison where he was supposedly on suicide watch so three things could have happened one the watch could have failed and depression got the best of him and he took his own life that way that's the most tragic one that i think is probably the least likely because uh just doesn't fit that way with me but it does it would make it a convenient cover if it was the second one and he took his own life because he's a coward, doesn't want to face justice or over or, or roll over on his uh, sex slave, sex enslaving pedophile buddies, you know, the coward's way out, which I, I do want to note. That's like the only instance I would call suicide cowardly, by the way, if if it's not because of depression, it's because you're just too much of a chicken shit to face the music. So just to clarify and hopefully cover my own ass on that one. And then the other one, which a lot of people are glomming on, is the fact that Trump had him killed mafia style. As in, you know, conveniently the cameras at, at the the suicide watch portion were turned off, so we can't see what happened in there. And somehow the guards were were, were you know were turning blind eyes to it, or were otherwise occupied. And then suddenly, oh, he is dead. He committed suicide. We don't know how he died. I don't even think we know how he died. Has Have they said anything? A hanging. A hanging. Okay, so so apparently he hung himself without us even noticing. I mean, it's like, really, guys? Because I'm pretty sure if, he's on, if you're supposed to be on 24-7 uh, suicide watch, somebody's going to be watching your ass all the time, even whether it's a camera or whether it's something else. You know, whether it's somebody, like, physically right there. I would assume. I would assume. But I don't know. But if the camera was out, just conveniently out, you know. And who knows? Maybe he could have just been said, hey, you know what? Take the easy way out. Coax yourself into so Maybe maybe somebody talked him into it. Who knows? See, look, I'm speculating now. Oh, God. 
But what else can we do, right? There's so many conspiracy theories already. Um, I, I literally, within five minutes of hearing this news, saw somebody saying Hillary did it. Like... Yeah, that's one of those that's just... I can't believe we're still here with the Hillary thing. Like, like the Clintons clearly blah, blah, blah. I'm like, please, 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 can you stop with that? It's not a thing. Stop trying to make that a thing. Just fuck off. Yeah, and as somebody pointed out last night when we were in our group call, see, uh, if the Clintons were wanting... We're want, looking to kill people because of, say, Bill's sexual, um, um, cri- oh, I'll just say sexual crimes, um, then Monica Lewinsky wouldn't be on Twitter. She wouldn't be yeah. anywhere. She would be dead. Just think about that, okay? You know, and, and, and I know she's not the only one that, that was affected by Bill. She's just the first and foremost in my mind because I actually see her on Twitter. I follow her on Twitter, so, and she's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so no, it's not the Clintons. It's not George Soros. Get, I don't, I don't think I've seen anybody say George Soros, but just to cover that it, again, if anybody took him out, it was probably somebody on Trump's payroll, you know? And, and of course it wouldn't be Trump directly because he's too much of a coward. Remember Trump is the guy who said, oh, I have bone spurs before being, you know, to try and get out of going to Vietnam, not because he had any moral objection to it. Which, that I would find reasonable, okay? But he's like, I have bone spurs. I don't want to go and fight the brown people. I don't like them, but I don't want to fight them hand-to-hand because I'm a coward. That's Trump. Which, yeah. That's that's why he couldn't pull the trigger himself, or in this case, hang the body himself. Could he, could he have even lifted a body? Is, is he? No. Probably not. <laughs> but But either way... He probably orders somebody to do it, like some mafioso. If if this is the route, if this is what actually happened, I, I should clarify. Then you know. I mean, and he's and he already acts like he's some sort of mob mob boss anyway. I mean, how many people does he try to bully, intimidate, try and say, well, we wouldn't we wouldn't want this to happen. We wouldn't want, you know, we wouldn't want so and so to act, react so and so. There are so many examples. I'm having trouble, yeah. Click, uh, grabbing onto one but just just a, an overview of everything he talks about and yeah this comes from a lot of listening to npr oh so yeah odds are odds are it was it, it you know either way epstein was either a, a fucking coward or he was whacked that that's that's likely the that's the two most likely scenarios just just saying uh because apparently pedophiles are really really willing to kill rich pedophiles are willing to kill to keep themselves out of prison possibly again that's speculation (laughs) yeah and what's what's weird is that chances are we'll never really know what happened because if this was some sort of hush thing where they're trying to silence a you know epstein because he knows too much and there's too many powerful people involved then whatever sort of documents that the public is ever going to see are all going to be doctored or you know falsified information to to even like hide it further i feel like we're never going to know what really happened because who the fuck do we trust in the government right now there's not a whole lot of trust going on 
Yeah. So I feel like, you know, no matter what, we're never going to really find out what happens. So it's important, I think, to find out what happened if this was just, um, if this was a, a hit job or maybe perhaps some guards who were supposed to be watching him on Suicide Watch were uh, handed some cash and said, just let it slip. And uh, who knows? Like, there's... It's important, but really, it's in the end, the result is the same. Yeah. The, the result is that the guy is dead. And um, what the fuck is going to happen now with everything yeah. that was going on with the, the loss, like all of the, the litigation and stuff that was taking place? Where, where do we go from here? Are, we, are, the, are the victims of Epstein still going to see justice? Yeah. Because that is a, what a lot I've heard people talking about is that once again the victims are denied justice because they won't get to see this piece of shit go to jail. Yeah. Uh, now that that yeah, uh, I, I I yeah. <laughs> oh, and breaking and actually kind of a breaking thing that popped up. I happened to just notice on my phone uh, that was uh, tweeted out by the D pad from CommonDreams.org. Um. The, there is a leaked draft of Trump's executive order to quote unquote censor the internet, and it's denounced as dangerous uncon and denounced as a dangerous unconstitutional edict. Um, yeah, because another thing that happened over the week was uh, it might say in this article here I'm just kind of skimming it at the moment, but Ajit Pai, you, we we know that fucker, that that we know who that fucker is. He's he's the one that thinks you know. That we should have internet fast lanes and people should pay more in order to do things like maybe play Fortnite when people already pay internet service fees or in some cases also other fees to use certain services. But, you know, he just wants them to pay more because he wants everybody's money. Uh, you know, that guy, he's been put in place of of uh, overseeing like internet stuff, online stuff. Um, so, uh uh, civil liberties groups are warning of a major threat to online freedoms and First Amendment rights if a leaked draft of a Trump administration edict, dubbed by critics as a censor the internet executive order, that would give powerful federal agencies far-reaching powers to pick and choose which kind of internet material is and is not acceptable, is allowed to go into effect. So, uh, yeah. Uh, isn't, is, I want to say that's kind of kind of similar to, what, what is it, North Korea and Russia? At least, uh, maybe one of them saying, oh, you can't say this because, you know, you know, our, our president or our dictator or our fearless leader or whoever you want to call him doesn't like it. Or, or he thinks it's unfair to his Wall Street criminal friends or, or what have you. You know, that's, that's my reading on that. And bear in mind, that's just one paragraph of this article that I just read. So... So if that was to go into effect, people could be like, oh, you're saying bad things about Trump. Then we need to report you to the feds. Yeah, we've been going down this slippery slope to fascist Germany, fascist Nazi Germany style for a while. We've noted on some of that. Hello, concentration camps. If this manages to go through, that would be one net. That would be the next step. Would that change this show? Hell fucking no. <laughs> At least not on my end. But. But, um, you know, because no matter what happens, I will always be critical of Trump. I will, I will at him on Twitter directly and say, hey, why don't, why don't you just go and fuck yourself, you know? Don't want to get too, don't want to go full on, 
you know what my what I really think because Twitter doesn't like it when when you when you even come across as threatening dear leader but yet dear leader can threaten everybody else just fine <clears throat> uh, but yeah so based based on what I've said and read so far cat what do you what are your thoughts so far um as always anything that involves censorship is um conservatively a slippery slope mm-hmm. if not um a a slip and slide straight into a dictatorship um, because this is is definitely the kind of things that we we read in our dystopian future novels starting in the 80s um, where if the government is allowed to control what you see and do not see um, on on the internet then hell yeah they're gonna they're gonna do everything that they can um, to to censor dissent Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe in a previous, maybe like in the Obama administration, I wouldn't have been worried about this. Like, like I wouldn't think, oh, well, the president's a petty piece of garbage who hates that anybody makes fun of his fifis. So yeah, we have to censor everything. Like that, that would never have been a thought yeah. a couple of years ago. Oh, I probably. But now even... it is literally like, okay, um, any sort of anything at all like he's already proposed punishing people who who make fun of him or disagree with him he legitimately thinks that he should be untouchable and and i completely believe that the coward gop would let him get his way and and pass legislation that says that the government is allowed to block or hide dissenting opinions or or things that reflect poorly on the government like think about how we all get our news mm-hmm. we can, we all get our news through the internet yeah and every single person that refers to the concentration camps that exist in our country right now as concentration camps which they are would suddenly like that would all be gone because the government's embarrassed that they have concentration camps yeah so all of like our freedom of information would disappear immediately maybe not immediately but you know when when the president only values one news outlet out of thousands or tens of thousands everything is going to get silenced but that echo chamber Mm-hmm. Whatever the, the the government directly feeds back to the people, like that's the only thing they're gonna care about, and everything else is gonna get censored, and it's all going to go to hell. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. This is like normally I'm I'm quite critical on my other show with Josh Hadley of him talking about everything being a slippery slope, but this is definitely a case where yeah, absolutely, this would be incredibly I want to say unconstitutional. Oh yeah, because freedom of information is just—it's part of our our. We have the right to know things. Oh yeah, and and I don't know what we would do because we're we technologically speaking, we're not gonna go backwards. You know, everybody is ditching cable. Everybody is ditching newspapers. We're not gonna suddenly like have a bunch of people who are gonna go back to those former outlets because those former outlets cost more money than the internet so censoring the internet 
is basically eliminating information because we, we can't move backward, not easily and not universally. So if we were to say, hey, okay, we're, we're only gonna have Fox News. That's gonna be the only news website that is allowed to say anything. Yeah. We're just not gonna listen to them either, but we're not gonna know anything. We're not gonna have that news outlet. We're gonna have all these underground news outlets. It's, it's imagine the fear and paranoia and misinformation that we already have that can be easily fact-checked, but we already have so much fuckery going on with the internet providing wrong information. Imagine when we take away, like, any news outlet that dissents any kind of opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, the, the, the stated reason, at least according to this article, why they're pushing for this is one thing that they've been trying this this one lie that they've been trying to push for for i don't know how long and the lie is that places like google or facebook or twitter are are somehow censoring right-wing uh articles talking points videos people or otherwise you know like you know like like cat was talking about making fun of trump like you put in like uh, I don't know. I don't even know what word you put. Word, what certain words into Google? First thing that comes up is Trump, and those words are not very nice, by the way. So that sort of thing. There, things that are critical of Trump, critical of the of the far right, critical. You know, again, concentration camps, that sort of thing. That's that's they're calling that unfair because, like, like you were saying, Cat. You know, Trump, and by extension, I'm going to extend this out to the GOP as well. Um, they they want to be seen as as good and christian and because a lot of them are christian stated whether they believe it or not they state it you know that's how they want to be seen as good and godly and christian and everything and also perfect and we know what's best because we're old white men who have no idea how times have fucking changed because why change i mean these are the same kind of guys that if they were into rocco's modern life they would look at that new special that released just a couple of days before this recorded and they'd be like you know what? Fuck these people. That you know, they they would be some of the they would be joining the whiny man babies, and there are whiny man babies about it. Um, which and by the way, I have not seen the special. I don't have Netflix, but I know enough to know that the Rocco's Modern Life special that's been released, it's about accepting change. Things the GOP and Donald Trump do not want to do, because again, the the information they want to control the information. That's how you control thought. And, and and why do they want to keep this power? Because they're fucking, they're, by and large, they're a bunch of fucking white supremacists who, don't, who want to keep on hold of that power, even if it means killing everybody else on the goddamn planet. Not just white supremacists, but that's a big major issue, big, big major factor. Ah, so yeah, we spent a bit of time on that bit of breaking news. <laughs> breaking news! Yeah. We're just, angry. Yes. Uh... But, but there's a lot to be angry about in the on, yeah. in this world um and and i put it at the front of the show because it is just that important if you take nothing else away from this i hope i i, I sincerely hope that you take away the, the the fact that the stuff we talk about at the top of the show is important you take that you talk to other people about it and you can even fact check us you know because i get some things wrong well you know we'll get things wrong here and there cat I, I know you've called me out on a couple of things that i've been wrong over the show and I, I welcome. I, I do. Yeah, and I welcome that because then, because here's the thing: if I think I'm right about something, 
And then I'm told, no, this is the way it is. I, my mind changes to, okay, this is how it is. And then I will continue to be right, even though I had to change my opinion, because, hey, guess what? Opinion or, or knowledge or whatever. So if you update if, if you update yourself with new information, you can still be correct. <laughs> You're just correct in a different way. Ah. I, I can't I can't take full credit for that particular line of logic, but um, that credit goes to two Griffin, but it 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 works it works out. So, uh, but yeah. So we're at this point. We will go ahead and take our break. When we come back, we do have some definitely lighter fare in terms of news, especially compared to this. <laughs> um, and then, of course, all of the all of the stuff that's in the middle, including the TV tropes guess thing, which I may make an actual extra part of the show. I'll, I'll you know, with uh, with both Kat and Michelle, so they can guess as well. Um, but I will, uh, you know, after I'll, I'll see about that with the next episode because I want to keep this one a little bit um, consistent. So we'll do that, and we'll be right back. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment, but first I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, and if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads. Even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads. It's great. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. All right, and here we are with the the uh, TV Tropes guest segment. Uh, this is actually going to be the last one I do as a separate segment. I kind of teased about it uh, back in the first segment of this show. And honestly, I think I'm from here on out after this one, the uh, the thing is going to be with them. So there's not going to be one for this week uh, after I give out this week's answer. But starting next week is going to be, you know, we'll have it like at some point in the show. Uh, might be right before the break, might be right after. I don't know. Um, I'm figuring out where I want to put it. Um, and so that's where it's going to be there. Uh, but the answer to last week is Wobbuffet because yeah I, I mentioned it was Pokemon related uh they both Wobbuffet has the ability shadow tag and in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire and I think Emerald as well uh or just all the generation three games really uh shadow tag wouldn't let any Pokemon switch out even if they also had shadow tag or if they were a ghost type uh by now if you have shadow tag and the opponent has shadow tag it kind of cancels it cancels it out and ghost types can't be trapped by shadow tag or similar things anymore so uh that's a little bit of pokemon nerd knowledge for you <laughs> all right so uh no guessing one this week uh we'll i'll just put up a new pull up a new one for next week and read it off and and have uh, the co-host guess as well so that'll be that, that that hopefully will bring in a little bit of something interesting um but 
in but beyond that, there was actually a little tangent that we went, that that I kind of went on during the break, and uh, I you know I I mentioned it to her, and I was like, you know what, maybe you know figure we can go ahead and share it. I mean, it's mostly me going off on the tangent, so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're, we're going to have that this week as well. So next segment, that's what that's going to be. Uh, so here that is, and then, uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. Whew. Fire. Yeah. Jeebus. My room is hot. My, my, my room is hot enough already. Jeebus. <laughs> hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Goddamn. Oh, man. I'm just reading this, like, really amazing article title mm-hmm. about some Australian comedian called Hannah Gatsby, who I've never heard of. But Hannah Gatsby proposes anti-vaxxers have pet rocks instead of children. <laughs> there you go. They don't have to be vaccinated, and they'll never grow older. Well, they grow older, just not as not as quickly as a child. Which, oh my god, that reminds me so much of this documentary Becky showed me a few, like, a week or two ago. And it's about people who like to have monkeys as pets. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And and one of the reasons they give is, like, they have a small child that never really grows up. You know, because they, they miss having a baby around. And you know how, you know, small monkeys are like little babies. And, and, it's, like, and it's like, no. And and there was even one where a woman was going to adopt a monkey, like a little a little monkey, a little baby monkey. And 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 what we see as a monkey smile, that's not a smile. That monkey is scared shitless. <sighs> and they don't get that. Even though this lady that she's adopting this monkey from is 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 supposed to is supposed to be known, you know, she knows her shit about monkeys for the most part. Like like if you see like pictures of like baby monkeys or what have you and they're holding on to like like a pillow or something like just holding on for dear life that's because that's a mother surrogate they, they do that out in the wild they hold on to the mother they're, they're ripping them from their mothers so and, and other things they do with them but the one thing that that <clears throat> that that made becky the first time she saw it you know just like scream out in rage was this one woman She's going, she came to America to adopt a monkey. And she was talking about, you know, how she was being married. You know, she's been married for about a good 20, 30 years. You know, she was able to handle him, so she should probably be able to handle the monkey. And Becky screamed out, and I quote, Monkeys are not husbands! <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. Ah, uh, how did I get here? <laughs> We are back from our break. Oh, we, we definitely needed that break, and uh, and uh, by the time this goes up, I'll know whether we put it in as, as a thing or if it's just something for the patrons. Uh, but we had a conver- good conversation about monkeys. Um, well, I say we had a good conversation. It was she brought up something, and then I went off on a tangent. <laughs> Apparently, that makes a good conversation. I don't know, but um, conversation in quotation marks, guys. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Uh, but that does happen. Um, so we're going to hit our news, and normally I like to save the one that's going to be the, the the best or the one that's going to break everybody the most for the end. 
don't worry, I do have a lighter, more hilarious story at the end as well. But this this one, I, I put this in the file only because of the headline. And I will tell you the, the why the headline is what it is. You know, I'll, I'll tell you the meaning behind it once I get through it. And the headline reads, and I quote, The Rebeavering of the American West. Now, here's... Now, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't get any reaction out of Cat because I read that to everybody. They broke, but we are also a bunch of fucking perverts. <laughs> I mean, did you hear my long, drawn-out sigh? Because I hope my microphone picked up on my long, drawn-out sigh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like... The re-beavering of the American... No, see, my first thought, my very first thought was, was this written by the Beaverton? <laughs> uh, no, it's from the Atlantic. Not the Beaverton. No, not the Beaverton. Sounds like some shit the Beaverton would write. <laughs> that that is that is a side I did not think. And by the way, if 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 anybody out there is wondering why thinking re-beavering of the American West was hilarious to me, and the fact that I considered myself and my, my bunch of friends a fucking perverts for laughing at it, um, you don't watch porn, do you? <laughs> Don't Google it. Don't Google what beaver means. Just know that, yeah. Yeah. Other things you shouldn't be... I was about to say other things you shouldn't beaver. Wow. No. Other things you shouldn't Google are things like blue waffle. Don't Google that. Even though I have a shiny cloister in Pokemon that is named Waffle. For those who don't know, cloister is a clam Pokemon. And its shiny form is blue. Uh, But... But, okay, the article itself, I, I managed to summarize it. They are basically reintroducing beavers out west to help combat, like, like the the uh, erosion and all of that stuff out there. Again, I, I but boil it down to it's very basic. Uh, the article itself will have a whole bunch more detail about it, but just that headline. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a pretty good headline. That's, yeah. that's a good one. I like that one. Yes. <laughs> Re-beavering. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I I need I need somebody like Morgan Freeman to narrate that article. <laughs> well, you know, beavering of the American West. Like I just need it. I just need somebody to do it. Well, you know, Cameo exists. If he's on Cameo, somebody could pay him to do that. <laughs> oh my God, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh. Uh, so yeah, I had to get that out there, and I know, and I know the whole talking about rebeavering, rebeavering, rebeavering. At least one of, at least a couple of my friends from that same group listen to this on the regular, and and now they're probably just cracking up all over again. Uh, like, uh, so, so all right, we're gonna keep with the animal theme for the moment, and we're coming to Florida, specifically Tallahassee. Which is about an hour and a half, two hours away from me. Um, so, distraught by a snake targeting her beloved backyard birds and squirrels, an 89-year-old woman took matters into her own hands, killing the six-foot-long serpent with a hammer to its head. You got bigger balls than I do, lady. I, I... Coming this fall. <laughs> like, seriously, this is a movie. Yeah. She's about to take matters into her own hands. Coming this fall, lady with a hammer. Yes. Uh, Garlene Iceman 
uh, had been noticing birds were missing from one of her feeders at her Tallahassee at her at her Tallahassee woman. That's how it's written, and that no other birds were returning. She initially thought there was something wrong with the feed she was using, but after a visit to pet stores, she learned the feed was fine. About three weeks ago, Iceman looked on in horror when she saw a snake slither out of a bird box where she'd been watching a nest of three baby bluebirds to be, be tended by their parents, like you do. The snake's throat had a telltale bulge. If I was her, I would see that. I would feel bad for the birds, but at the same time, I would be yeeting myself the fuck out of there. Because that is a fucking snake, and I am ophidiophobic. Uh, I started crying. I didn't know what to do, said Iceman, a great-grandmother of six, and a grandmother of six who goes by the nickname Grandma Bunny. The snake went down and up a wooden flower box and went out of sight. After that, all the birds disappeared. Oh, shit. Nature's scary, yo. She removed all the places the snake could hide, including all the birdhouses. Eventually, she spotted the snake. And as soon as she did, she ran and grabbed a hammer and a twig. I understand the hammer, but why the twig? I guess it'll explain in a bit, I guess. Um, he would go thin and wiggle out from under the twig. I would run after him, and finally, I turned my hammer sideways, and I got him good, she said. I was so angry with that snake. Okay, so that's what the twig's for, for holding him down. Okay. Um, and that's the end of this... That, that, that's the basics of this particular one. There's a couple of lines put in here that talk about other articles that are related to this one. I put them in here because this just... What the fuck? Uh, but well, before we get to that, uh, Great grand, Grandma Bunny the Snake Killer. What do you think, Kat? Grandma Bunny the Snake Killer, coming this fall. <laughs> like, <laughs> please, I need this movie. Yes. Oh, my God. That 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 is that is an action movie waiting to happen, but they came for her birds. Now she's coming for them. Yes. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> like seriously, if it were me, I would hire somebody because yeah. I I don't fuck with snakes. I don't. I'm not like abnormally scared of snakes. I think snakes are cute. Um, snakes with hats, if you've never seen that Facebook page, super cute. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I know my limits as a human being, and I think that there are things that should be left up to professionals. Fixing my car, uh, uh, doing my roof, and also handling snakes for me. Like, if there's a snake in my yard, which first off, I live in a second story apartment, so that would be really fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but if there's a snake somewhere where a snake ought not to be, you know, it's it's either circle of life. You just got to accept that, that the Lion King was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you got to hire a professional. I certainly wouldn't go out there with a hammer. Yeah. And oh, God, I remember this happened when I was a kid. We were running around in in like a whole big field or whatever that adjoined like a few different properties my dad owned at the time and chasing my cousins around because well we're we're young we're chasing each other around and as we were passing by like this little uh, uh overhang uh carport thing or whatever had a bunch of junk under it and as we were running by i happened to notice the you know, okay you know i i ran i ran literally over as in like over the top of it Something that looked like a hose. Like, okay. And for some reason, my brain just clicked. I was like, wait, that, that, was that a hose? I looked back. I saw it start, like, kind of slithering away. <gasps> I overtook my cousins, ran to my mother, and said, there's a goddamn snake out there. 
my mother freaked because guess where I get my ophidiophobia from? <laughs> and so my uncle went out there and, and he killed the snake, you know, took, took a rake, killed it. And then he told his son, who at the time was about five or six, he told him that if that snake's head got back to its body, it would reform and come back to life. Oh my God. It would. Oh my God. No, thank you. How that, Ugh. how he did not grow up to be an ophidiophobe is beyond me. Oh man. So true story about a snake. Um, once again, I'm not really afraid of snakes, but um, one time, and this is not me, um, but I should be afraid of snakes after this, but this, this didn't happen to me. It was my brother. We both played instruments in middle school mm-hmm. and um, my dad made him go downstairs to practice the saxophone because it was so loud. Yeah. Um, so he would go downstairs, practice for a half hour, come back upstairs. And he came back up the stairs. You know, it was just our normal basement, so it's not like he was wearing shoes or anything. And then just comes up screaming because he had stepped on a snake crawling on the stairs. Ah! And we're not like, our house back there was not like in the middle of the woods or anything. It, it was just like some, like we lived in like a very densely populated suburban area. So snakes weren't like common or anything because every neighbor had a dog. So not a lot of snakes, but it must have crawled up through the sump pump or something. And my brother stepped directly on it and just screamed up. And um, my parents have now forgotten this story, but I cannot, I cannot <laughs> like, there was like years that went by where I would come up the stairs and I'd just be like, make sure we're checking for snakes as we're coming up and down the stairs. Yeah, if if, if I was your brother at that point, I would have been like, we need to fill that thing with concrete right now. (laughs) Yeah. Get your shit out of there. socks. So I keep thinking, like, did he just burn those socks because it wasn't worth it anymore? Like, what happened? Yeah, that, that is a good question. Uh uh, but I but I did mention that there were a couple of other lines that they were that they put in here just to talk about similar things that happened involving snakes. Um, one says, "I won't be sleeping for a while." Uh, that's the quote. Woman wakes up in hotel, finds snake on her arm. Again, I would probably I would probably end up burning down the hotel just to be sure. Uh, I would be sued for a lot of damages, but I would do it. Um, and then the other one is released into the woods. She threw a live snake at another woman, crashed into a vehicle, and fled on foot. There's a story there. Like, how do you have a live snake? Were, were you the same woman that woke up in the hotel? Because it doesn't say. But, oh my god. People, don't, don't do that. Don't do this with snakes. No. You see a snake, leave it alone. There's, there, I actually have one other snake story. When I was driving with the first company I was driving with, we, you know, my co-driver and I stopped for a little bit and just somewhere out in the middle of Missouri. And at this particular stop, there was a Walmart like across the field. It was like, okay, cool. You know, I needed to go get a couple of things from Walmart. All right, I'll, I'll just go across the field to get it. On my way over, I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm not like running. I'm not like being careless, but I'm looking around because I don't want to step on any animals. And a good thing I did because at one point off to my right, I see, I see a snake-like animal, and I distinctly remember seeing also bright colors. If I remember right, odds are if a snake is brightly colored, it's poisonous. So, 
I, I freeze for two seconds, and then I just straddle over to the left, just a little bit, just enough, and then I go on my merry way. to the left. Just, yeah. and I had to go back that way, too. <laughs> and you can bet your ass. My eyes were sharp. I'm like, where is it? Is it there? Is it there? Is it there? No? Good. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, I made it back okay. But just, goddamn. Uh, so our next story I, I don't remember if we talked about it directly or if somebody else talked about it but um, there was there was there was a uh, quarterback who who was taken in who, who was arrested for cocaine possession um, but when the cops found some white substance on top of his car mm-hmm. and the guy tried to say oh it was bird poop turns out Cops mistook bird poop for cocaine on a Georgia Southern quarterback's car during an arrest last month. And the argument over the white stuff was all caught on video. So, the quarterback saying that, yeah, that's actually bird shit, that was true! <laughs> so, that is an update. Uh, uh, Shy Words, GSU's junior starting starting quarterback was pulled over on July 31st in Clinton, South Carolina, after cops say he was speeding. During the stop, officers placed 21-year-old Wirtz in the back of their patrol car and went to search Wirtz's 2016 Dodge Charger. I should also note that Wirtz is also black. Um, this may or may not be important to the story, but but it's worth noting. In the video, you can see the cops paying close attention to the hood of Wirtz's ride, shining a flashlight on, an, on the area and allegedly discovering a foreign substance on it. That's when an officer walks back to the patrol car to question Wirtz, asking straight up, What's the white stuff on the front of your hood, man? Wirtz immediately responds, Bird shit. The officer doesn't believe him, saying repeatedly that the substance looks nothing like bird poop. And instead, he tells Wirtz test results indicated it was a controlled substance. Okay, two things. One, how do you go through life not seeing bird poop? Especially when you're in the south. Even in a large city in the south, you're go- hell, you're probably more likely to see it in a large city. Because birds poop! They do this! And it's, it's what us- they do! Yeah, and it's usually white! And number two, how quick are those tests, man? Did And uh, assuming they even did a test at all, what did they do? Did they just, like, take a bit and just, like, put it on their tongue? Ew. Just... Yeah, that is gross. It makes it worse knowing it's bird shit. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I swear to God, it's not bird poo, the officer says, because I just tested it and that turned pink. Did you put pink food coloring on it or something? What, dude? Uh, the birds were doing drugs. Oh my God. Uh, that's the plot twist all along. Words wasn't doing drugs. It was the birds. Uh Worst insists over and over again it's bird poop, but the cop clearly doesn't believe him, with the officer eventually telling him test positive for cocaine. Wirtz was charged with misdemeanor cocaine possession and speeding. He was also suspended from GSU team activities after the arrest. But prosecutors late Thursday had announced late Thursday they were dropping the charges, admitting the substance on Wirtz's car was not cocaine. I was informed that the test did come back and there was no controlled substance found, uh, Saluda County Prosecutor Al Ergel told the Savannah Morning News. Georgia Southern Athletic Director Tom Clennon announced Friday the team was elated to get the news regarding Wirtz and said the quarterback is no longer subject to punishment over the incident. Uh, Wirtz has been a star for the Eagles for the past two seasons, uh, other other stats or whatever, and he is expected to open the season as the team starter versus LSU on August 31st, for all you college football fans out there. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it looks more and more like like remember earlier I said I said Wurtz is black. This, you know, it, it's it's going to be deeper than I initially intended it to go. I think, but it it just seems like some white guy just wanted to have a power trip, put a black guy in jail because he did something he didn't like. So you know, I mean, my first. You know, my, my first indication was they put the guy in the in the squad car to begin with. That's the first indication, because it seems like what you know, if if this prosecutor did not come forward and was not on the up and up and and drop the charges because oh, it's not cocaine, it's actually bird shit, then he this this Wirtz guy would have been another statistic in in just this whole racial inequality thing, but. But at the end of the day, cops are, these cops, this this particular officer, the fucking moron, and and it's very obvious what he wanted to do. Uh, what do you have to say about it, Cat? I wish people would stop doing fucking shit like this. You yeah. want people to trust cops? Maybe stop like arresting them for shit that they obviously didn't do just because you want to get an arrest. Like it's it's just so mind numbing and frustrating that this literal shit continues to happen yeah stop stop fucking doing it yeah and you want to know why people don't trust cops here's your reason mm -hmm. the guy and, and you know maybe he did maybe he did test this strange white substance maybe it did test strangely for some sort of thing but the fact that he was like there's a white substance on the on the front of a car and his immediate thought was bird shit could not possibly be it that is a logic gap yeah. of astounding proportion i'm not a cop so i don't know how often people just smear drugs on the front of their car but i'd, I'd like to think that that it's not as often as there's bird shit on a car just a wild guess there just a wild guess yeah reminder these guys live in southern georgia bird poop goes everywhere it's it's just nature uh fucking idiots but i'm i'm glad they got i'm i'm glad the the the, the uh warts was uh I'm, I'm glad i'm glad he's been released and he's going back to his normal life i kind of hope he sues them i do too uh, and if he does, we'll 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 mention it. <laughs> uh, so, so occasionally I do like to bring up news stories that involve like uh, truck driving or other sorts of commercial driving because I have the experience and and I can I can definitely call out the bullshit and I can tell you things that you probably already know but need to be reminded because not everybody thinks of it. Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. I think I, ha I hope I pronounced all that right. Uh, at least 61 people were killed and 20 70 injured when a fuel tanker exploded on a busy road in Tanzania, government spokesperson Hassan Abbas said. The vehicle overturned on the road in Morogoro, which, by the way, I think is an awesome name, uh, 175 kilometers or 109 miles west of Dar es Salaam, according to Kebwe Stefani, uh, the regional commissioner of Morogoro. An eyewitness said the truck was going at speed and was trying to avoid a motorcyclist on the main road near a Misamvu bus station. Uh, the driver appeared to lose control and the truck overturned. Uh, you know, so, okay, you know, that, that does happen sometimes. You're trying to avoid, you know, traffic. 
I mean, for all we know, the motorcyclist could have just jumped out in front of there, spooked him. That happens, and that's why we say things like, oh, hey, don't fucking do that, because, you know, we have big, we have a lot of shit on our, on our back, and it's a tanker truck. So, if you've never driven a tanker truck, I haven't, but I, I, I know the science behind it. That liquid, you know, you know when, you, when you make a sharp turn, you have the trailer that will also do its own thing, because physics is a thing. But in a tanker, you also have the liquid inside the tanker. Now, I, I, I also, I have, um, I, I have taken, like, uh, like, pop, bo- you know, like, bottles of pop or, or other liquid substances in just the regular trailers. And you get a little bit of that there. But a tanker, it kind of magnifies it a bit because that's only liquid in there. So that's going to throw everything off and it could lead to like jackknifing or whatever. That's why truck drivers need to be very goddamn careful. Um, so the bus station serves as a major hub for passengers traveling to other parts of Tanzania. Yeah, and it's a popular spot for bada bodas, motorbike taxis common in the region. Uh, Stephine say, said the crash attracted a large crowd. When someone noticed now now I bolded this because this is where oh god when someone noticed the truck's cargo was leaking many rushed to get buckets and containers to collect the fuel it is tragic that all these people were killed and injured it is and I do not want to take away from that in any way not you know intentionally or otherwise on the other hand Cat, let me ask you. You see a cargo, you see a fuel truck that is tipped over and leaking. What is your first instinct? Get the fuck away from it. That's what I thought. What was, what, what? That buckets to collect the fuel. I mean, it's like, why? That shit's gonna explode. I mean, I mean, hell, I, you know, I, I've mentioned before, back in, back in January, I was in a wreck. And I, I spent a little bit of time wondering, is this goddamn truck going to explode? I need to make sure I'm far enough away from it. It didn't, thankfully. But, uh, you know, and, and, and even then, it wasn't tipped over. It was just the front was smashed in. So that that's all it really was. Obviously not smashed in enough to, like, hurt me. But, well, hurt me more than, like, bruises and scrapes. But still, uh, I have a feeling they meant, well... You know, but but let let this be a lesson. If you see a tanker truck that 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 you're most likely sure is a fuel truck, like like if you see a love's truck or a a flying J truck that's over on its side, and 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 all of that, don't go near it. Just just back away, run away. Yo, take that. You know, you know, use the Joe Star secret family technique. Run away! Yes, I made a JoJo reference. It fits. I was just thinking. I have a um, an app on my phone mm-hmm. that um, it, it's it's called ERG two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. um, and it is actually for identifying uh, the warning labels on trucks and tankers, so that you know what they're carrying. Yeah. This is just like an interesting thing that anybody can get. 
Uh, I got it because I had to do an OSHA training at work um, in the event that we ship hazmat material, which my work does not. We only receive hazmat material and very, very rarely. Yeah. But um, nevertheless, it's it's something that you can do. You can learn all the kinds of things that, like, say something and you're not sure if it's an oil tanker or what. You can actually, like, learn what it is. You can, um, like, look up and identify what it is. It might make a, a fun um, road trip game if you're a fucking warehouse nerd like me who gets involved in these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, stay the fuck away from things. It's really not that difficult to just stay the fuck away from things. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's my, my thought on it is I'd rather be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. And safety involves being the fuck away from things. Yeah. That, that, yeah, just if whether I'm driving a truck or driving a regular vehicle, I see hazmat, I'm like, change lanes, get over there. Uh. Yeah, it, you know, it's like final destination. If you wouldn't want to drive behind it on a rainy day where the roads might be a little slippery, then you certainly shouldn't approach it in person with buckets. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So, uh, our next story is going to go to Huntsville, Alabama. 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 Which, how the hell, we have Alabama, one of the most backwards states in the nation, but yet we also have NASA out of there, too, or at least part of NASA out of there. Wow. It's just, okay. Uh, But that's not what this is about. Uh, It's been a big talker on social media. Huntsville City Schools will no longer recognize a valedictorian or salutatorian when the school year ends. Instead, students with a 4.0 or higher grade point average will graduate summa cum laude, and those with a 3.8 to 4.0 will be magna cum laude. I think I'm pronouncing it right, because I, I know it's not summa cum laude or magna cum laude. I know it's not cum, because too many people would be giggling, and I admit I would be one of them. Um... This came as a surprise to many people, but it hit especially hard for one student. And this news article was because of this one student, apparently. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm probably not being fair. Um, Ella Birch has ranked at the top of her class of nearly 400 for the past two years. Now that she's learned the possibility of being recognized as the top student in her class at graduation is no longer an option, she's taking action, saying it shouldn't be applied for a few more years. And she, she says... Implementing this at a current freshman level would give those students enough time to curate their schedules around other things and enough time to be prepared for this at graduation. But dropping this on the current seniors after the last three years of making sure they worked closely with their counselors and administration, Maydays, took the hardest classes they could beyond their interested fields, is really undercutting our goals and our successes that we have earned, she said. Uh, Just to be redundant. But Aaron King, the principal of Huntsville High School, supports the change. He says the new policy will allow more students to be recognized for their significant accomplishments and encourage them to pursue their passions, which I I, I dig that. We also have a lot of students who over the years, over several years, have dropped out of band, choir, theater, journalism, and many other courses in in pursuit of tenths, hundredths, even thousandths of of a GPA point, rather, in order to be part of that top 20. It breaks my heart to see students leave their passions when they really should be able to pursue those and enjoy the benefits of those AP courses, said King. And honestly, if there was more of an outcry with the with the no longer recognizing the valedictorian, salutatorian 
if there was more of an outcry, I, I, I might feel a little bit more for, for, for the students speaking out. Not that I don't. Not that I'm, I'm not completely heartless towards her. Because I can understand. You work hard and you want to get that thing and then suddenly that thing is no longer offered to try and be more inclusive towards people because, you know, again, like, like the principal said, you know, they, they, you know, some people will go so far and so deep that what do you guys enjoy? You know, do you enjoy anything? Are you taking any curricular activity, extracurricular activities that you actually enjoy? What are you doing? You know, we want, we want you to be passionate. We want you to do things that you will enjoy and get more fulfillment out of life. Good lesson to teach to teenagers, by the way. But, but at the same time, it's like for those who already went through it, you know, it's like, well, sorry. Um, you know, and it's like, what do you, what do you say to this person? On, and, and honestly, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the decision. I, I know it doesn't affect me because I don't have kids in Huntsville, but you know, it's like, okay, you're, you're wanting to take a thing. And sometimes getting to a certain point, you're going to step on some toes, you know, like, like people use similar things to argue against, uh, like, uh, oh God, some of the things that people have been arguing with, they call, they call, they call the more socialistic things. Um, you know, like, uh, I want to say universal healthcare or universal basic income or a higher living wage or what have you people, people who would complain because, oh, they had it hard. And now these people have it easier than I did when I had to go through this and they're a little sour, a little, a little bitter about it. That's how, that's how this student sounds. And again, not that I'm totally uh, unsympathetic, but it's just, you know, it, it's it's not about her. It's about the future. It's about the people coming after her. It's about telling people, hey, ease up. You know, telling these high school students, hey, 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 ease up. We don't want you to burn out before you hit college. All right. You know, enjoy what you want. You know, if you if you enjoy doing drama, do your drama. You know, it'll be fine. You know, you don't have to go for a thing. And if you all have this certain gay point average, no matter what, then you're going to have this, honestly, summa cum laude and magna cum laude sound more awesome than valedictorian and salutatorian, honestly. Um, and it sounds like it could be more than just the 20 students. So it's not as competitive. It's just, hey, let's get let's get up to this. Uh, so what do you think, Kat? I kind agree with this poor girl who was probably going to graduate salutary and I agree that they could have waited a few years, introduced it into a new you know, starting in 2020, the freshmen who start in 2020, mm -hmm. for example will no longer be held to this standard but everybody else will because it, it's like she said people who are really going for academic achievement you know, they have spent years putting aside everything that they want out of school in order to achieve the highest GPA possible. But those those two people who graduate valedictorian and salutatorian, they have gone above and beyond and have been recognized as such. And really what I'm thinking about is how fucked you're going to be trying to get into college. Yeah. Because before... That that girl had that, I'm, you know, if you were valedictorian and you worked harder than anybody else and you sacrificed everything 
and, and to achieve the highest possible thing and then suddenly that was taken away from you and you can't use that to, to get into college anymore you, you know that that could possibly put your future in danger especially if this is not a really common thing if if you're if one school does it then who the fuck is going to recognize it what colleges are going to say oh i see what i see that that means something yeah like what what does that mean to any given school you're trying to get into that might not mean anything but valedictorian and salutatorian have been around for so long that that means something yeah um so like i think if they're gonna do it it's got to be like a statewide thing or a countywide thing or, or something um and it needs to not be for the people who've already spent the last four years killing themselves because i was one of those people who killed themselves in school mm-hmm. like and i i wasn't gonna get anywhere near valedictorian but like if i worked my ass off in school and and somebody did better than me for some reason i got kind of pissed like <laughs> like no joke when i was in school for two years due to the way that the uh the alphabet lined up and how our our classrooms were constructed this bitch whose name i don't even remember i just remember her name was at the beginning of the alphabet this bitch in my english classes slept through two English classes because she was next to a pole. Wow. Due to the alphabetical seating and the way the rooms were constructed for two years of English classes. She ended up sitting like next to a pole. Mm -hmm. So she could just like casually lean her head on the pole and still be sitting up. And she slept through two years of English. Wow. And had like, and she was the one person like, she was ahead of me by like 0.01 on the GPA. And I was so mad. Because I struggled through two years of English, and she slept through two years of English and had a slightly higher GPA than me. And it does not make a goddamn difference in the world, except that somebody who didn't work as hard was rewarded. Yeah. So, so like, coming from that bitter, like, 17-year-old in me that I'm like, yeah, if I worked harder than anyone else, I'd want to be fairly rewarded for my suffering, because that's what high school is. It's fucking suffering. Um, but, but I agree that, like, you shouldn't recognize only two people in your school. That is ridiculous. I mean, like, if your school was as big as mine... Um, and I went to a very big school, and you know, your graduating class is hundreds of kids. It seems pretty ridiculous to 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 say that. Oh, these two were the only two that worked hard. Like, yeah, like the top fifty people at least worked very hard in order to get there. Yeah. You know, and again, I still wouldn't have made it because I was like fifty fourth in my class out of like like several hundred. Right. But it was, I worked real goddamn hard. Like, my school was misery, and I would have liked any form of recognition that I could get. I did graduate with honors because I was in an honor society. There you go. But, like, that shit doesn't make a difference, really. Yeah. Like, it, it helps you get into college, and then you get into college, and reality sets in. Yeah. Which is all by way of saying, I agree with what they're doing. I just think they should do it after. You know, start it with a new class. You shouldn't start any, like, life-changing policy. And I do say life-changing. Any life-changing policy in the middle of someone's 
like school career. It should always be later. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. Um, you know, <laughs> like like you know, like I said when I was going up when I was going on on my own. Yeah, I'm not unsympathetic, obviously, but you know. Uh, it, maybe it could just be handled a little bit better. You know, the delay thing, that's one way to do it. Or maybe at the very least, you know, or maybe there's a happy medium until the freshman class gets up there. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> whatever. Um, but, you know, maybe, maybe the delay would be a thing. Who knows? Um, uh, so, yeah. And our last story, we're going back to Florida. <laughs> no! Uh, so a, t- a town called Gibsonton, which is apparently near Tampa. I've never been to Gibsonton. I've probably driven by it, but never realized it. Um, and just, okay, here we go. A man drove a golf cart through the front doors of a Florida Walmart store Thursday, striking several customers and forcing others to jump out of the way to avoid being run over, deputies say. Michael Hudson, Hudson, 56, was taking in, taken into custody after crashing into a cash register at the Gibsonton Walmart, Hillsborough County Sheriff's officials said. At around noon, Hudson drove up in the golf cart and blocked the entrance to the liquor store, demanding to speak to a manager, witnesses told investigators. I, I guess either it's a separate liquor store or it's a Walmart that has like a little liquor section off to the side. There's one up in Casper, Wyoming that has one like that. Um, when deputies arrived, they tried speaking with him, but then they said Hudson suddenly accelerated the golf cart past scores of patrons at the busy main entrance to the store, forcing them to run to avoid being hit. As deputies shouted for Hudson to stop, he drove the golf cart through the front doors and into the store. His vehicle struck several customers before crashing into the checkout area. Hudson was injured and taken to a Tampa General Hospital, where the multiple charges he faces include aggravated assault with a motor vehicle, aggravated battery, trespassing, resisting arrest, and felony criminal mischief. Those charges could change as investigators determine how many people were hit and how badly they were hurt, deputies said. Hudson will be booked into jail after he's been released from the hospital, and deputies said a couple of shoppers suffered minor injuries and were injuries rather and were treated at the scene. What I want to know is why. Number one, why did he want to see a manager? Number two, why did he think blocking the liquor store with a golf cart was a good idea? That's what I want to know. I mean, and how bad how bad of a golf cart driver are you? that you run into the cash registers at the front of the damn store. Like, like how, how, how? Okay, maybe he did it on purpose, but, but it just, and, and, and apparently you can fit a golf cart in there. Uh, uh, that's something I didn't think I would ever, ever know in my life, but apparently I do now. But just golf cart. Sure, why not? Ah, <laughs> uh, cat? What do you think? Stop doing crazy shit at Walmart, guys. Yeah. I mean... Does Walmart deserve your respect? Absolutely not. It's abysmal. But should you stop doing stupid shit at Walmart? Yes, you should. Please stop doing stupid, crazy shit at Walmart. Or at least stupid, crazy shit that gets people hurt. I, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would be, I would be all down for a good practical joke that doesn't really hurt anybody at Walmart. Uh, in fact, like years ago, I wish, oh God, I wish I still had the video of this because I did take video. Uh, a friend of mine and I were walking around one of our local Walmarts and for whatever reason, 
you know, bear in mind, we live in Florida. We live in the taint of Florida, which is right near Alabama and Florida. So it's more conservative than most of the rest of the state. So you have a bunch of people that would get their, you know, they would clutch, clutch their pearls at anything other than abstinence, only sex education, that sort of thing. And we were both feeling just kind of honorary. And so, and so I suggested to her, you know what? Let's find a random old person and silently and stealthily drop some uh drop some condoms into their basket you know doesn't harm anybody at worst they have to be like wait what the fuck and then just throw it aside and sadly we didn't stick around to watch the reaction which we really kind of should have done but you know that that's one of those things that it's relatively harmless that's the kind of thing you do at a walmart okay not stuff like this not 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 the fucking golf cart thing no uh if you're so so what did we learn if you're gonna act up in a walmart do it when you're doing it in a way that's not likely gonna harm people so that that's that's the thing there do you agree cat yeah please stop doing stupid shit in walmarts um just stop yeah uh, and I'm thinking about this because some fucking kid was just arrested at a Walmart for bringing in whatever. He had a loaded rifle that he took to a Walmart to exercise his right to bear arms here here in Missouri. And he got arrested because that's fucking stupid. Yeah. And and even based on that, I know what I know. I know what race that kid is, too. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and everybody who's listening knows what race that kid is. We don't even have to say it. Uh, so with that, we are going to get out of here for this week. Oh, God. Hopefully next week is not going to be as heavy at the front. I would like a week to where you know we can talk about the serious stuff, but also end up talking about something that is not as dire and, and thing. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what the government does. Eh, we'll have to see. So, um... With that, uh, Kat, if we wanted to find you on the social media, where could we find you? Find me tweeting about 30 to 50 feral hogs on Twitter at LabyrinthCat. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> I'm so surprised I didn't talk about feral hogs. I was oh genuinely God, I about that. <laughs> shocked. Um, on Twitter at LabyrinthCat and Facebook.com slash NerdistCat. <laughs> and then check out my other shows. Um, uh... Uh, what the fuck with Josh Hadley over on 1201beyond.com we're still waiting for Josh to get his computer fixed um, and then my other show Nerd to the Third Power um, check us out on on our Facebook page please or um, I guess on YouTube and we do have uh, some new interesting content that we are planning that will be coming out later in like maybe not next month but maybe the month after it should be really good fun stuff yay and as for me, you can always find me on the social medias, on the Twitters, the Tumblers, Instagrams, the YouTubes, under Gomer21XX. Or if you can't get to the YouTube page with Gomer21XX, just look for Gomer the Ranting Thespian, which is also the name of the Facebook page that I have for the stuff that I do. Um, you can also find the stuff that I do among, along with stuff that other people have done that are doing really good stuff out there, including Mikey Gleason and the Diva, you know, Musical Hell Diva. Uh, you can find all of us over there at rtgomer.com. 
com. And if you want to support this show directly, and if you want to follow the show and all that good stuff, this show is on Twitter at Thess Talk Show. Of course, if you put Thespian Talk into YouTube, you will get the video versions of each of these podcasts, which is basically the audio version put over the title card. But still, um, but still, that is there. Feel free to subscribe to that. And and of course, if you subscribe on YouTube or you do the mailing list on uh, rtgomer.com, you'll get updates about when things go up, so you'll know when a new episode drops. Especially if, for whatever reason, podcast apps decide, oh, we don't want to tell you things, or they bork, or whatever. Uh, speaking of podcast apps, we're pretty much most good places, thanks to Anchor. Um, and if you want to listen to it on Anchor itself, it's anchor.fm. Uh, just... You should be able to do a search for Thespian Talk. It'll come up, but the feed itself is the RTG Podcast Network, which I keep forgetting to name drop, even though it's in the descriptions. Um, which, speaking of Anchor, I finally found that they that it's it's now working better with like the long ass descriptions that I put in the doobly doos in like on the site or on the YouTube's or whatever. So that should not be an issue anymore. Yay! Um, and if you want to support the show, there are two ways you could do it. Well, several ways you could do it. One, you can share the videos, share the share the files, whatever, share them on social medias, retweet, all that good shit. Um, and you can also support directly through either Anchor support on the Anchor page, or you can go to patreon.com slash gomer21xx and every little bit does help and the more the more, the more more uh, funding we get through all of this, the more we can probably do this, the more I can actually maybe do more shows, the more I can actually feel like I don't have to worry so much about getting a day, you know, worrying about whether or not I can actually get a day job. Yeah, it kind of sucks here. Uh, just just a little bit there. But even beyond that, every little bit does help, and it, it does mean a lot to me. So, with all that said, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you all next time. And until then, this is Gomer the Ranting Thespian with the cat, signing off. <laughs>